Hey guys, welcome back to Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. This is episode 11. We're going to have Ryan Zeeman on the show. We're going to talk about what it takes to go from part-time to full-time in real estate. That's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. We're good. All right, guys. Welcome to Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. Got a special interview tonight. I got Ryan Zeeman, one of my students on the line here. And uh, we're just going to go into the topic tonight. Uh, we're talking about going from part-time to full-time in real estate and kind of the mindset behind it. So how are you doing tonight, Ryan? I'm doing great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for offering to take me on. Yeah, no problem. I heard you tied up a deal today. Yeah, private lead. Uh, pretty excited about that and uh, put in a good offer on another one. I'm waiting to hear back from the guy, but it sounds like it's going to pop as well. So how many how many deals are you doing right now? Say per month. Um, I'm I'm pushing a, a one a month for sure and trying to bump that up a bit. So uh, yeah, it's been pretty steady. And do you have a goal for how many projects you're planning to do this year? Yeah, I, originally I wanted to to get to the the twelve in a year kind of mark. Um, I've since kind of reframed my mindset to more about like how many quality projects can I do I was finding I was just chasing anything when I had that 12 number in my head so now I'm thinking let's just make sure I have good successful projects and whatever number I end up at at least I know I'm going to be in the positives yeah you know you're being a little bit more selective and that comes from getting that that 12 deal or that full-time kind of mindset out of the way in the amateur way and just thinking about profit profit at the bottom line for the full-time real estate investor because we're right. not, you know we're not really in this to do this for free we're so yeah not. just tell them a little bit more about um you know kind of where you got started or what got you interested in real estate um well i got started a little bit over a year ago and uh was always interested in real estate i thought uh, it's a great uh great way to make some income it's uh, interesting I, I that it's it's always changing and it's it's always new challenges. So I think that's super cool, and uh, it's something that uh, for me it was important because it was something I can do ongoing. Uh, previously, I was in more of a physical job, and I knew that there was a limit to how long my body would last. So I needed to have an alternative. So tell the people at home where you're coming from with that job. You used to be a professional tennis coach, right? Yes, I, I, I taught, a, I was a national level coach, so had a lot of uh, success working with the under 12 players throughout Canada. And so had a good mindset as far as what it takes to be successful, had worked with players that have gone on to play professional. So I had a good understanding of what needs to happen to be a high performer. Um, and so that I think helps me totally different uh totally different game I, I knew very little about real estate coming in so it was good in the fact that i didn't have any bad habits or preconceived notions but at the same time when you know nothing it can be really challenging because um, coming from tennis i was an expert to real estate where i was looking for experts mm -hmm. so when you started off it took you a little bit to get up off the ground and what do you think the difference is with your mindset when you started versus now that you're actually doing it? Um, I think that I think that I've been able to kind of 
I still have those voices in my head that kind of freeze me from time to time, but I'm better at taking action regardless of them. Um, and, and having that in my mind has really helped me and, and talking to coaching uh, coaches and stuff. And just knowing that it's not that that, that feeling or that thought is going to go away. It's just that you're better at managing it. Uh, that really helped me because uh, a lot of the inaction I was having was, you know, I was getting frozen. And I thought this isn't normal. I shouldn't be having this. This is, this is um, a reason why I shouldn't be taking action. It's a sign. But then I started realizing that that feeling stays there. It's just the ability to create action and keep going, even though you have those feelings. Yeah, for sure. I mean, early on, a lot of students will have trouble just getting to that next level. And it's usually taking action regardless of that feeling, because that feeling, you're right, it never does go away. So for someone who's trying to get from that part-time to that full-time um what advice would you have for them to just you know get them to get transitioning you know um the the big thing that helped me is as i started becoming full-time was having a a a clear schedule uh without the schedule it's too easy to get caught up in in different details and just either firefighting and running around doing random things or just getting caught up in uh, in just uh, unproductive activities. So for me, it, the key was creating a clear schedule and really making sure that I stick to that schedule and knowing that I laid this schedule out because it's the most logical way to do the business. So stay on the schedule. Don't start varying from it. Uh, have some flexibility to jump over into the car and grab a, go see a private lead or something. But knowing that the things that I laid out in my schedule need to happen because they're the most profitable thing in the long term. And, uh, and having that where I was really, where I'm really pinpointed on what my day looks like really helps me because um, being full-time, you can get lost really easily in all the hours that you have available to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the main failure for a lot of entrepreneurs is you do have a maximum time. Let's say you are doing it full-time or you've invested all of your time. You have no other occupation. Um, a lot of guys will get lost in not going to work nine to five, you know, just because you're self-employed. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything. You actually have to do everything. So tell, tell us about transitioning from doing everything to doing some things and getting other people to do it. Like right now, I think you've hired, uh, some marketing people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, because I, because I didn't have a lot of knowledge at the beginning, I never got into the habit of feeling like I needed to control everything because I was never in control before I was still learning it. And so right from the beginning, I've always tried to have the habit of, of who can I get to outsource this and what is, what's the best use of my time? What can only Ryan do in the company and what's something that he can get other people to do uh, just as effectively or even more effectively than I can. And, and so that's been a really big key for me, um, hiring uh, virtual assistants uh, uh, overseas, uh, finding marketing people, bird dogs, um, just really trying to leverage other people's talents and, and bringing it back to kind of what I did in tennis, which is um, having uh, being a manager of the situation. So making sure that I was overseeing all the different parts, but not too deeply involved in just one part. So I didn't get stuck in any rabbit holes. And, and that mindset's really helped me, uh, that willingness to, to send it to other people and to not trying to be hold on to all the, all the ins and outs every day. Well, when you were part-time, what did that look like for you? Like, how are you operating compared to now? So if you're part-time, what were you doing then? And now what are you doing now that you weren't doing then? Um, when, when, 
when I'm full time like this, I just, I, I, I really stepped up my professionalism and how I approach my day and my organization. Uh, so I, I'm just way more detail oriented as far as like recording everything that I do, having a schedule, making sure I'm accountable, having goals and numbers that I, and uh, markers that I want to make. And so when, with the part-time, it's easy to be tired and having other things on your go and stuff. And so it's easy to blow things off and to make them seem like they're not as important. Whereas full-time, it just like, it becomes this, this big uh, mindset shift where like, this is all I've got. I've got to make this happen and, and approaching it from a much more professional point of view than, than being part-time and just kind of, ah, you know, if this doesn't work, I'll just keep doing what I was doing already. It's not that bad. And, uh, and just kind of really uh, just kind of faking it. Well, yeah, I mean, I really like what you said. You touched on the fact that you became professional about it. And I think that's really important that you stop winging it and you become professional and, and you just, if you want to make professional level income, you're going to have to take your business and start running it professionally. This isn't a part-time job. It can be. And, you know, let's, let's for a second, I think you can agree with this part-time you can make money part-time in real estate. You don't have to do it full-time, but there is a difference. You know, would you say? I, I, I would, that's exactly it. I, I, I just kind of thinking you would, you would just, you would arrive at a goal. It'll just take you a lot longer. It's going to take you a lot longer to get all the the steps in that make you a successful uh, in, a real a real estate investor. And so it's just it's it will happen. It's just the length of time is going to be a lot greater. And uh, and so I feel like that's really the professionalism really helps that is that I've cut down the amount of lag time that there is between deals. And so now I can bang out a deal every month or shorter. Whereas before that would take, uh, that would take two or three months because of the amount of effort mm-hmm. I was willing to put in part-time. Yeah, for sure. So um, one last question before we wrap up for tonight, what would you say to someone who wants to do real estate in Alberta? There's a, there's a lot of great opportunity here. It's just a matter of uh, being organized and really just getting out there and get, getting to it. Uh, I feel that uh, a lot of my success hasn't been because I know more. I, I don't know very many people in the area. I'm new here. I've just been here since May. Uh, so I don't have some advanced knowledge of the area. I don't have some super contacts. I'm really just out there putting in as much effort or more than, uh, than most of the guys here. And, and by doing that, it's, it's been able to be a lot more successful than, uh, than if I was just, you know, giving myself excuses of, oh, I don't know this street or I don't know the regions. So really just getting out there and attacking. Okay. And so we'll do the last part of the show here is what's, what's your worst, what's the worst part about real estate for you? Real short. The, the worst part for me is, yeah. is that it can, um, I would say having to grind with realtors all the time and just putting up with the, the day in and day out nonsense of realtors. So dealing with agents sending me stuff saying, Hey, you should buy this house because I can get it for 5,000 below list and legitimately being pissed at me for not doing it. And so just dealing with uh, people that, that, that act like experts and have no knowledge of what they're doing really. And what's your favorite part about real estate? Uh, the, the freedom that um, I have a I have a set thing uh, amount of things that I need to get done in a day, but uh, it's my choice how I do them. And some days I decide I need a break and I go and I I go to the gym and I have a steam room and then come back and I feel fresh and I finish at eight o'clock that night instead of five p.m. Uh, the, just that freedom to do uh, do my day as I want to do. 
Perfect. So I really want to thank you, Ryan, for coming on the show. I hope everyone got a lot out of it. Say, say goodbye to the fans, Ryan. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and see you soon. Okay, and this is Real Estate Tonight with Ryan Zeman and Bryce Kaminsky. All right, guys, thanks for listening along. That was episode 11 of Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. I had Ryan Zeman on the show. Thanks a lot, Ryan, for coming on. And uh, if you're interested in this stuff, follow along. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next show. That's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky.